All right, we are back, Jimmy. We're back in the cellar, the Brimley basement. Good to be back in person. How was your week off? Oh, it was great, buddy. How was yours? Was it a week off? We did drop a little something. A little something. I got a lot of comments on that. Our buddy Fritz reached out today and said that was the longest non-episode I've ever listened to. Oh, is that right? He loved it. (laughs) He loved it. So thank you, buddy, for reaching out. Uh, Yeah, it it was was a good mostly week off. How about yours? It was fantastic. Did you enjoy your Labor Day? uh, Happy to have the two weeks off. I think I still have five personal days left from the podcast. You do before the end. You got to use them before the end of the fiscal. And the personal day is personal. It's floating, man. Remember Pick taking it. a personal day at work? Yeah, and people would be like, what are, you, what are you doing? It's personal. It's none of your business, yeah. brother. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> so I'm off tomorrow. It's the way to do it. We get a uh, roving um, diversity day at this point. Which I think is kind of a cool idea. Like, you know, if there's a holiday that you celebrate, you know, that isn't on the calendar, right, that we normally get off, you can use it wherever you want to. Oh, really? Yeah. So now I got to find a reason to take off a, a particular day. That's a lot of pressure a, when you don't see a dot on your iPhone calendar. You just got to like, figure it out. I can't pronounce things. that, but I'm not going in that day. That's a Thursday. I'm what, out. Is, what does that mean? Yeah. There's I'll spend a, the day looking it up. You definitely need some days off. And uh, it was a mental health break for us. I feel rejuvenated. I feel prepared for the final home stretch. We got three more episodes before the live one. I love it. And everything's coming together great for the live episode. Uh, We haven't really said it on here, have we? Uh, We have a guest coming in to join us. Is that right? For the live episode? We do have a guest coming in. Our buddy, uh, Taranzo Cannon. Taranzo Cannon is going to join us. I'm really excited for this. If anybody saw the New Year's special we worked on. They didn't. (laughs) <laughs> they sure didn't. They did not. But Taranzo was uh, was your band leader. He was, and he's such a great dude. Very interesting story. He's played with like every legend in uh, in the music industry. He also drives a CTA bus. Very cool story. It's his day job. Absolutely. I like that about him. He's like a very, you know, accomplished blues musician, but keeps a day job. Reminds me of somebody. Yes, right? <laughs> and I've worked with him. Obviously, uh, we worked with him on the show, but I worked with him during the pandemic on something that never took off. Huh. We were doing like a, a Chicago, like hang in there. It was like really when things first started. Right. Right. And um, I remember this. Someone else had a similar idea and it was like, all right, they, they did it first. Got it. So look at us. We've done two things with Taranzo. One never happened. One, no one saw. And we're like, <laughs> let's go for the trifecta. <laughs> let's step it up a notch. Story of our lives. Yeah. At least my life. But anyway, it's uh, good to be back. Um, had some interaction with some brims. We got a couple of reviews. We have um, a little bit of a hard out. So we got to dive in right away, man. What have you been up to? Uh, this weekend, I had a great weekend. I uh, met a bunch of brims. So I want to say thanks to everyone who uh, stopped by, reached out, anything. Um, I did the uh, Danny Did Hearts and Hugs event on Saturday night, which was a blast. I did a set for them. Um, just great, man. And, and I know, you know, we're working with them for the hundredth also, but awesome organization when you get to see what they're really doing and, and providing these devices to families that need them, uh, for people, particularly pediatric epilepsy. I mean, just an awesome, awesome organization, really top notch theater on the lakes, a great venue, uh, met a ton of brims, a bunch of people I knew I didn't realize were brims and they all kept coming up and being like, I'm a brimley. So come on, a lot of them. Uh, That's great. Yeah. So really excited to see them there. Glad it went well. That's a great, um, little venue right there on the lake. Yeah, man. Fullerton and 
and water. That's basically it, right? I mean, you're right there. You're just like, oh, just turn right into Lake Michigan, and then I'm going to be right there. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, it's like somewhere you'd never think was... Uh, I think my mom told me, my parents told me that that was a sanitarium back in the day for like tuberculosis. Wow, okay. So you might want to get tested. All right, well... I don't know. Did you... Were you rubbing against the walls? I wasn't. I Did you lick any you surfaces? A few. I don't know how you get tuberculosis, but... That's probably it. You might have it. There's a good chance. Um, awesome event, though. Like I said, met some great brims. Just in, enjoyed the opportunity to be there working with them. There was a kid whose story was being told, and they were, like, talking about him. First of all, they had, like, this video package that I just loved because they were, like, he was an avid sports card collector, right? This young man's an avid sports card collector. And uh, then, like, they showed, like, a picture of cards, you know what I mean? But it was like a Mike Balecki card, like just oh, like yeah. 80s Cubs. You're like, okay, a, a grown up made this, you know, made this compilation. Um, but uh, this kid's an avid sports card collector, right? And I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll find out who he collects, you know, and I'll, uh, I'll get him some stuff. And I asked Tom a little bit about him, Tom with the foundation to learn more about this kid. And he's like, oh, yeah, here's his Twitter handle. And I looked this kid up and I'm like, oh, maybe he should be able to give me some cards. This kid, like, oh, really? Awesome. Really cool stuff. But just to see one of the kids who's, you know, involved in this foundation and, and one of the kids they're doing great things for and uh, just see him like making his own path in this world was pretty cool. Yeah. You're like, hey, buddy, I collect cards, too. <laughs> right? And his parents are like, we're hoping he'll grow out of it. <laughs> I'm like, not me. He doesn't. Want, we don't want him doing it come, later. I want to come over and trade. <laughs> I was thinking about that, like, uh. I was on the road not too long ago, and I had a buddy crash in my room. Uh, you collect baseball cards. It's like I'm having sleepovers. My <laughs> friends collect baseball cards still, and we're still watching Star Wars. <laughs> That's We've it. We've never grown up. That's it. That's been the eye-opening experience to this past year and a half. Atta there are boy. no adults. Who crashed in your room? There's no adults. No adults left. It was a while ago. My buddy Bobby, when ah, we were on the road. Got it. Texas. Tejas. It's been a minute, it but has. it still did happen. Speaking of brims and places you've been, I got we got a, a new review from St. Babs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it says uh, it's from Barbie's World, take two. I think she may have tried before. I've heard from a lot of Brimleys, by the way, who are now starting to realize that if they don't have iTunes, that they can't leave a review, and they've been very frustrated trying to figure it out. I do love that about our audience, that we might not be the most tech savvy, and so they're like, I, I can't figure out how to do this. And if you're not on iTunes, there's, uh, there's no way to do so. Um, but St. Babs, great review. Uh, thank you so much for the weekly laughs. Loved you at the bowl, Pat, and keep on being silly. Say hi to Ralphie, Barbie. Hey, Ralphie, Barbie says hi. Don't wake him up, please. Barbie, Ralphie just licked himself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very excited. Barbie, thank you very much for, uh, for reaching out. Thanks, Barbie. Hello to Ken. <laughs> We're making Barbie and Ken jokes on episode 97 and hoping people show up for the 100th. That's us, baby. Cut that one out, Ben. Please don't. That's the rust from the week. That's all good. I've we been I I've been idle. We're good. I've been sitting here in the garage, not turned up. Have Although been, I was traveling. Tell me about it. Where you been? I was at the Hollywood Casino. Ooh. We just missed the former president. Ooh. He was there this past weekend uh refing a boxing match on September eleventh, as we do. Seems about right. And uh it was at the Hollywood Casino, Hard Rock Casino in okay. Hollywood, Florida. Okay. I thought you meant great. the Hollywood Casino here in Aurora, Illinois. Dude, I'm going to drop a name on you because you had a little sighting, an A-Rod sighting. What? 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 Yeah, he's a big Sebastian fan. Apparently, So yeah. he came back. Well, literally, he is a large man. <laughs> and he's a fan of Sebastian. <laughs> he came backstage. Um, literally, like, I was going to the stage okay. to start. And he was coming in with his crew. Um, so, it's you know, it's always funny to see somebody you've seen on TV a million times. Right. Um, big dude. Yeah. Just said hello. No conversation. But I'm just dropping it because 
Why not? This is content. Is there like a p- part of you that's like, oh, I'm about to go up. You want to go back to your seat first, A-Rod? Like, I want A-Rod to see me if I'm in your position. I know you can't. You know what I mean? But like, don't you want like, get out there. Can yeah. we wait A-Rod out? Let's go, buddy. Let's get in your seat. It's top of the first. <laughs> that's right. You're going to miss the leadoff. I don't just show up in the third inning to your games. Trying to get on base. That's it. No, he was, um, you know, it's tough to get into a place when, you know, it's so many people going in there. But yeah, yeah, you definitely want them to see it. And um, Sarah was just concerned when I'd said, I just saw A-Rod. She's like, Is, was he sad? <laughs> was he sad about the breakup? No. Okay. He, okay. Looks like he's going to land on his feet, this Alex fine. Rodriguez guy. <laughs> Is he like a billionaire yet? He's got his hands in everything. He's trying to buy everything. He almost bought Panini, the sports cards company, not the Oh, I saw that. Press. Yeah. Yeah, he almost bought the uh, the sports collectible company. You know, he was going to try and buy a major league team too, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he's part of a team, uh, like a group. He's a shark now also. Is he part of that? a consortium? I think he is a part of a consortium. How come these consortiums don't reach out to guys like us? They just don't. I mean, they're missing an opportunity. I got 20 bucks to throw in. Sometimes I'll see a random number pop up on my phone and I'm like, I'm going to pick that. That might be a consortium. Could be. <laughs> might be a, a, a opportunity to cash in. Is that how you pronounce it? Is it consortium or consortium? Uh, consortium. We should figure that out before we answer that phone call, huh? It might be consortium. <laughs> I'm a South Sider. I know it's you. a consortium. My phone always just says like spam likely when I don't know. It's never like consortium likely when I don't have a number <laughs> saved into my phone. I do hate when I say that when you see a number and you're like, oh my God, who is this? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't like my phone like assuming that a real person doesn't want to talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, oh, it's probably a scam. No one really calls you. Don't don't answer your phone. No one wants to talk to you. Like, it could be somebody. It never is, if but you it could know, be somebody. Do you ever notice that you get a phone number? Maybe this just happened to me, but it, I'll get a phone number a lot of times that's the same area code and prefix. Yeah. Right? So you get a lot of same area code prefix. What they're doing now. That's what they do. They You're like, what do you think? It's number. like your cousin? Mm-hmm. Like, this is, oh, I know everyone who has the same number as me. <laughs> This is, we might be related. I've got friends who've gone to prison in the area. You never know. You might, you know, have a random number that needs help. So yeah. that's what they do. They're just scrambling your. Yeah, that's what they do. These people Unbelievable, are really. Very effective. A-Rod's a shark now. Do you, uh, do you watch the Shark Tank? I have seen Shark Tank. I haven't seen it since he got on there. Really? Okay. It's is like it, a roving cast of Does that mean it's jumped the Shark Tank? Oh. Huh? <laughs> Take that kind of Barbie. Got him. Why are we mad at Barbie about this? I'm not, great. No, no, Barbie's awesome. I'm sorry. Babsies. <laughs> So you've seen Shark Tank, but not since A-Rod joined the fray. Is that correct? I don't believe I've seen him on there. No, I haven't. Uh, we started talking about this in A-Rod, and it made me think, I wonder what's happened with some of the big companies that like people have invested in. I want to see what some of the more successful... So you think that a lot of these people that are the the uh, investors, that are part of the, the Shark Tank consortium, mm-hmm. consortium, mm-hmm. that's how you say it? That's now? the one. Thank you social. for correcting me earlier. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. And... They have been, they've met success on here. I think some of them have. I think some of them, even if they don't get picked by a shark, just get more successful on their own. Yeah. Because even if A-Rod's like, this sucks, you know, there's someone out there who's like, no, I want. Jeter's going to call. Candy corn taffy apples or whatever it is that they're trying to make, you know. (laughs) Jeter's going to call. I saw you on there. (laughs) Hey, Jay Buhner wants to invest in your butt wipes, (laughs) even though Mark Cuban thought they were stupid. (laughs) We just got a call in from. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. There's a million people out there that are watching that have dough. Yeah. Like, you're gonna pass on that. Those are the um, the secondhand sharks. I what do you so. call those? The, guppies. The uh, the, the people guppy that pond? are kind of looking around for the the scavengers. Yeah, the vultures. There you go. What is a scavenger fish? Scavenger tank. A catfish tank. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're the ones that go that 
Remember the fish tank and there'd be like the thing when you were a kid, which would be like stuck on the glass. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is that? That's them. And they keep it clean. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to clean it anymore. We put that monster in there. Just they eat all the dirt. They eat all the shit in the dirt. Trust that to eat the shit in the dirt and not the fish. <laughs> you know what Seems else? Weird. They eat all the smaller fish that you <laughs> named that were slow enough to see and they disappeared. And they turn them into shit and then they eat them again. The fish tanks are really something now when you go in public. A lot of these public aquariums, the fish are super fast. Yeah. And looks real expensive. Very expensive. I would love to get one if someone else would clean it. Absolutely. Mine would be filthy. Oh my God. I can't imagine. (laughs) Mine, there would be like fish out of water. You know what I mean? Just lose one here and there. What happened to that one? He jumped. He couldn't take it. A bee was chasing him. Mine would have water bottles, like the six pack, <laughs> the six pack ringers. Fish would be stuck in nets, six pack just ringers. like coat hangers in there. <laughs> just a huge mess. My kids would be looking for stuff. It's in the tank. I'd vacuum it every now and then like Nell Carter did and give me a break. <laughs> That's a great intro right there. Hey, do me a favor. Nell, vacuum the tank. Okay. Could I get electrocuted? <laughs> We'll find and, out. Then you saw the water level go down. You really did. Did you ever see that episode? No. That's from an episode. It really is from an episode. Yeah, that's cut out of an episode. I remember seeing happening upon the episode one time. That's a great feeling as a kid, isn't it? On Give Me a Break. Like, that's the episode the thing came from. Yeah, that's I love from that. The, that really did happen. Yeah, I love that. But getting back to Shark Tank, tell me about some of the uh, products that really blew it out. Yeah, it's kind of crazy what has worked. I mean, first of all, I love any show like this. Any show that allows me to feel like an expert on something I know nothing about. Like you know this podcast? I mean? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly this. Like uh, like Bar Rescue, you know, when oh, I can yeah. just walk into a place now and be like, shut it down. You know, like I love that feeling. What is that guy's name? John Taffer. Taffer. John Taffer. He's kind mm-hmm. of a jag, right? Oh, of course. He has to be. They're all supposed to, right? Isn't that what Gordon Ramsay does? When he's like in Hell's Kitchen yelling at people. See, I've never seen that either. I haven't either. But then there's the one with the kids and he's really nice to them, I think. So it's all put on. But Taffer will go into a place and it's like not even salvageable. It's amazing. It is amazing. And you know, as soon as he leaves, it's all going to unravel. That's my favorite thing to do. They're never going to sustain it. That's my favorite thing to do is like watch an old season of Bar Rescue and then see where they're at now. Do they update it? Oh, well, just like if you look on the internet, you can just see, you closed. know, closed, all their Yelp reviews, man. Permanently closed. <laughs> like it closed faster after he left some of them. The Taffer know? effect. <laughs> I mean, there are a few that stay open, but like sometimes it's like, hey, we have a pirate theme restaurant. And he's like, that's not going to work. We're going to turn it into a normal restaurant. And then he leaves and they're like, yeah, but we still want to be pirates. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we don't just want to run an Applebee's. The whole point of this was we wanted a pirate ship out front. Some of these guys, they're barely open, right? Yeah. They're buried in debt. Yeah. And they and he thinks if he moves their flat screen that <laughs> it's going to turn around. It's over. That Your menu sucks. You guys don't know what you're doing. As yeah. soon as he leaves, it's, it's not going to be rescued. No, it's gone. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like any reality show, right? Like they that extreme home makeover bus leaves and it's like, all right, we're back to who we are. A lot. We just got a trampoline in the <laughs> right. basement now. Like that's it, you know? And I, I mean, restaurants are a tough, tough gig, right? And we want them to succeed, certainly. Of but course. Like, and you want that help. But yeah, you're not, you're not fundamentally changing everything in a Spike TV show. I've flipped through and like seen a couple of those episodes. Mm-hmm. I've never watched that show and been like, I want to go to that place now. <laughs> 
Like you watch diners, drive-ins, dives. Sure. Triple D, as sure. they call it. I've heard of it. If you're in the, the industry. Um, I am. If you're in the the uh, Food Network Consortium. <laughs> FNC. <laughs> but they never, they never, like you want to go to those places. You're like, oh man, where is that? Yeah. Never happens when you watch Bar Rescue. No. I mean, because it, it, they're all brand new and temporary, right? You don't know what they're really going to do. And they all serve the same five items now because Taffer doesn't have this unlimited supply of stuff to do. It's like any consulting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's really great and it can be very helpful, but it's not like they have this unlimited wealth of resources. So by the time a consultant goes into their 12th business, they're just telling everybody the same thing. Yeah. You have know? you noticed like trends? and make buffalo wings. Yeah. Is well, that, how about wings now? Does he do a lot of menu consulting or he does. does he talk about like lighting and Everything. where to hang stuff and who to fire? All of it. And how to to kill yourself or <laughs> it'll just walk the owner outside and be like tell me about you oh, you know yeah. and they'll get to like real sentimental for a bit you know what brought you into this industry you know like i really wanted to be a pirate and i'm not so i opened a pirate themed restaurant what do pirates eat uh, i have no idea there should be a, i mean we're two comics there's i don't have a joke here well, it would be too easy. Arby's. Is that, is that <laughs> what we should be doing here isn't that i think a judge reinhold in fast times he was at a wasn't he at a pirate Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he had to wear that crap. Absolutely. All right, so there are some companies who have made a ton of money coming out of Shark Tank. I wanted to look at a few of them and see what you know of. Um, I have a list here of the top eight. We're not going to go through all of them, but uh, uh, The Books. Have you heard of The Books? No. B-O-U-Q-S. I just like this one because, like everything, they just take a word and they just shorten it and they just truncate it. It's like an like online flower shop. Oh, the books? The books. Oh, like for a, bouquets? Short for bouquets. And I think that's half of Shark Tank is really just having like a cool modern logo and like uh I would know. never associate books with bouquets. I wouldn't either. Is it, it bouquet? Does anyone Maybe say bouquet? Maybe it's the books. I don't know. I'm dying to find a word that you don't know how to pronounce on this episode. <laughs> You're going to find a lot of them. <laughs> they went to 100 million in sales after uh, Robert Herjavec. There's one I can't pronounce at all. Uh, Bobby Herge invested uh, three years later after purchasing flowers from them for his wedding. Sales went to $100 million. So there is like some validity to what they do, right? They can actually help a company grow long term, which is pretty cool. Like an online FTD sort deal? Which has got to piss off the companies like, yeah, we're already doing that. Do you ever buy people flowers? I do. You do? I do. When? Dates. Women I'm dating, yeah, I'll buy them flowers. You'll hook them up with a book? Oh, every now and again, they'll get a book. Sometimes I'll just have a book at home. I like the way they smell. Really? I'll keep a book at the house. I don't care. Oh, you will pick up flowers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's a change of mood? Uh, I, Sarah does. Really? Sarah's big on, uh, you know. I want something to smell alive in there. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm in a tiny little condo. I want I want some sort of life in there. Yeah. So you bring them in, they're rubber banded, you cut them? No. Cut just the leave bottom. them in the rubber band, put you the know, throw them out there. 48 hours later. You put the packet I in there? I do put the packet in there. The Not food. all of it, though. I try, and, uh, I try and make it last. Put half the packet in. A few days later, go in, cut them again, the other half the packet. You are a beautiful man. I'm quite a green thumb at this point in my life. <laughs> Check this out. The third, uh, this is really interesting to me, the third biggest company that came out of Shark Tank, uh, the Squopo, Squatty Potty. Oh, yeah. That came from Shark Tank. Squatty Potty did? Mm-hmm. Lori Grenier, who is the, uh, she's the Home Shopping Network person. She's like, you know, she's one of the people who rose to fame out of that, bought a 10% stake for three hundred and fifty grand. Their sales now $164 million. Wow. Just like for, for something to lift your feet up for when you're pooping. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Sarah actually bought one for yeah. our house. 
And then we returned it because it was not the right size for the uh, toilet. Like, really? It was not the right height. So we didn't really get it going. But they say it's like the best thing you can do. Absolutely. I also bought one and, and refused to think about it. Like I know, <laughs> I'm not just like, get my supplies. But once you have Give one. Give me a step ladder. Like yeah, what's the, just don't leave it in there. I know, know? but what's the uptick? Um, like how can you forecast a lot more sales if like once you sell ones, people have it, right? Right, right. And they have it forever. I think as, you know, houses get bigger, people have more and more to toilets. They're all, uh, they're like a very cheap plastic. So I imagine you run through them pretty quickly. So the Squatty Potty, for people who don't know, mm -hmm. is it, it kind of ring, it, it hugs your toilet. Sure does. And then you put your feet up. Your feet up. So what would be the way to accomplish that? What's wrong with the current system we have? The toilets are too high? Toilets should have a recliner on them, you know, oh. where you, <laughs> you just hit a button, put the feet up, you know, and really, really get the right angling. This is probably too much. Does, does Barca Lounger make a toilet? They should. We should call Lazy Boy and see if we could be. Hello, sharks. I'm Jim. This is Pat. We have a podcast and a reclining stool. Somebody sent stool. me. Uh, you t we talk about Buffalo on here a lot. Mm -hmm. A Buffalonian sent me a great fact that I didn't know about this, but the Barca Lounger is actually named after a human. I don't know if you know. Um, Barcelona? No, there's a, an actual guy mm -hmm. whose name is what that is from. Really? Yes. Same guy they named Barks Root Bear after? His name was Edward Barcolo. Interesting. What did he do? And they made, well, they did stuff like they, beds, cribs, hand tools, um, and then what else he did other than invent the Barca Lounger was he invented, like, the coffee break for his – This I saw this on Labor Day. Uh -huh. Happy Labor Day, by the way, all the way to all your laborers out there. Too, buddy. We love the laborers. Good people. Um, as they were getting more rights and more stuff at the uh, factories and stuff, sure. this guy was like, take a break. Take a 15-minute break. Coffee break. Barca Lounger. It's Barca awesome. That's uh, so. Anyway, it's great. Sit in my I, sit in this lounge chair. I was always like, why do they call it Barca Lounger? Like, right. where the hell does that come from? It's interesting. I well, didn't know it's Barcolo. They should have named the city after him. It could have been Barcolo, New York. It should be. We should change that right well, now. Well, I was already Buffalo when he when he when he I moved guess. there. Just we could have John Taffer there teaching people how to make Barcolo wings. We could be <laughs> changing the whole game right now, but we're not. Hey, the number two uh, product to come out of uh, Shark Tank is the Scrub Daddy. Are you familiar with the Scrub Daddy? Is that who you hire when you got to clean up your hard drive? <laughs> Come on in here, Daddy. Scrub this. Oh, it's actually a rapper. Oh, he, is it? Uh, yeah, he goes by S. Diddy now. Is what he, he's going scrub through. Scrub Diddy? Scrub Diddy. Um, it is a reusable super sponge in the shape of a smiley face that gets firm in cold water and soft in warm water. Aw. Isn't that nice? Daddy. And it has been lab tested to rinse clear of debris and resist odors for up to two months. Really? Yeah. So it's like a great sponge that is now $200 million in sales. Wow. For just like a really good sponge. You're right, man. That's crazy. And that could be used if you don't have your squopo. You know what I mean? It could be used for removing debris there. Didn't we come up with a scrub daddy? I think we did come up with a scrub daddy. Right? The doing the dishes, but put the soap in there. The soap in the sponge. Thing. Yeah. That's what I wanted to call it. Is it really? Just, no, oh, I don't great. know. Scrub daddy. Should have come up with that first. I think part of it is the name. That like It's got to be something catchy or something real modern, like the books. Like uh, like if we were to come up with a coffee shop, we should just call it mug. You know what I mean? Something ridiculous like that. Whether they were like, uh, what do we call it? The Scour Father. <laughs> or the, uh, <laughs> the Rub Papa. The Rub Pappy? 
the Rub Papa. I love it when you call me Rub Papa. I love he was that. he was signed by Scrub Daddy initially. Rub Papa? Uh, yeah. Scour Father? The notorious R.U.B.? Scour Father, who art in sync, wash off the debris. We listen to very different I music. love debris is like, it's such a strong word it's for great, cleaning off your plate. It's a great word, like, isn't it? I need that, because debris, that's right. You just put debris down the, down the sink. I say that to my kids. Get Clearing off your plate, <laughs> scrape the debris. I swear to God, there's debris on these plates. Into the garbage. And the number one uh, product that came out of Shark Tank is Bombas Socks. Oh my gosh. These Sarah bought me a pair of Bombas You like the socks. Bombas? I, I have too. a pair. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I didn't know if I, I loved like, it. No? Because there's like a lot of there was like a lot of graphics on there it. There really oh so that depends on the pair. There's a lot of like yeah. instructions. There's a lot of like this goes here, like little folds and things so you know where to put your foot. I, I like hate socks it. that are like they say like right foot, no. left foot. It's like, dude, I'll put them on whatever <laughs> foot I want to put them on. <laughs> Don't tell me. I'll be the judge of that. Socks go anywhere. <laughs> This is going on the door. So my kids don't come in. No, I never, I don't like the socks that have all the writing on them. Really? Although my kids are now hiking up their socks a little bit. Like is that when they the wear move? shorts. They're very, I think we talked about this before. They're very um, comfortable wearing all sorts of different socks where I was very, I was like dress shoes, dark socks. Yeah. Now kids wear dark socks with gym shoes. Everything. With Tall everything. ones, but not like, Dress dark socks, right? Like, right. like black oh, yeah. Nike socks that go up to your knees. Yeah. They're like the same. They just have a swoosh on them. <laughs> they don't have a gold toe. You go to the mall, there's always a store that just has socks. Just socks. And they have like the jokes on them and every brand, league, everything. Yeah. You can get whatever you want in you this world. really can. And uh, Shark Tank is proof of that. $225 million. Wow. Damon John has turned this into a sock empire. That's a dude who knows how to sell some clothing. That's the guy who made FUBU. Really? That's a dude who knows how to sell some clothing. For us, by us? That's it. How many years has Shark Tank been on? I would have to guess somewhere in the 10 to 15 range. Really? Premiering in 2009. So we're at... Aught nine? Aught nine. <laughs> you to got two, it. To two one? Mm-hmm. So we're in the 12th season. Holy cow. But it's interesting because, again, even like a show like this, you sit there and watch it. And I'm like, that sucks. There's no way anyone's going to buy that. And then someone's like, I'm all in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I should have been all in. What am I thinking? You know? Yeah, I always have a the few times I've seen it, I've kind of been like, all right, this is a loser right here. Mm -hmm. But are they supposed, is anyone that goes on offered something? Or are they sometimes like all knows all the way across? All a lot of them are just like, nope. I think it's like anything. It's like American Idol where there are some people they pick because of how bad they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Sharks, I'm Jim's baseball cards, you know? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, tell us all about your business, you know? Like, well, I buy and sell baseball cards. And just for them to be like, mm, there's no business model here, you moron. You got to find a need in that industry. There's a niche everywhere, right? And now that you have this new friend, this young boy... That you befriended on Saturday. That's not how it went down. <laughs> you guys can, you know, collaborate. Sharks, have you ever gotten paper cuts <laughs> while putting your baseball cards into their sleeves? No. You won't anymore with Flanagan Phalange gloves. Flanagan Phalange protectors. <laughs> That's the worst name for a product <laughs> I've ever heard. I'm in. Dude, I want to get on Shark Tank and pitch a bunch of stupid stuff. I love it. Has that been lampooned on uh, SNL? I'm sure it has somewhere. Have we talked about this, like a historical Shark Tank? 
Someone had an idea for like a historical Shark Tank sketch. I thought that might have been yours. Oh, that would be funny. That's very, yeah, just like throughout history and everything and just kind of, you know, different uh, different things that, you know, have been invented over time. Like the pet rock and dumb shit like that, you know? And pitching that? Yeah. Like how it, pop rocks, like candy that explodes in your mouth, you know? And so, you know, sitting there, oh, okay, I'm in. I, I want 20% of that for $100 million or whatever, you know? And you could see everything getting said no to right for sure i mean you hear that with everything too like the rubik's cube or some board games like no one wanted it we got no's from everybody parker brothers milton liked it bradley didn't <laughs> we who else is there <laughs> that's all i know that's a good one right there all right you've got a hard out tonight we're going to be doing a shorter episode dude i got a back to school welcome night is that what it is? Yeah, it's a back-to-school welcome night. They're going to, um, now that we're settled in, mm -hmm. right? And and that we're settled in when the lunches kind of decline, because the first week is like, we're cutting vegetables. Rigid. Really? You know, we're going to, we make lunches maybe the night before. Man. That never really happens. Okay. Parents that make the lunch the night before are usually a little. On top of it? Responsible. Boring. Too, too responsible. <laughs> too responsible. Good adults. I get it. You need to relax with how organized you are. <laughs> Calm down. You're probably listening to this episode right when it came out. <laughs> You're so on top of The things. worst. That's how it starts out. And then last week, it was I was made a mad scramble. I had to go to like a jewel at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> Just like. Because we were out of everything. Here's your rotisserie chicken for lunch. And dude, I was like, where are your Lunchables? And the woman's like, there, there's a shortage. There's no. <laughs> Come on. Dude, it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. You can't I get, get any Lunchables. They're all stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> That's what's down there. They can't. It's lodged in there. The canal is stuck with cut up turkey. We're out of Capri Suns. And squares. And uh, what's the, now they put in like the, you can mix a drink almost. Like an Absipure and a Kool-Aid packet. That's disgusting. <laughs> Lunchables have been around for too long. But um, we did, it's not something we do a lot, but it was like we were in the pinch. Yeah. So then I had to scramble. The deli wasn't even open. No. So I had to, some of these, uh, like Jewel has like pre-cut deli meat. For sandwiches? For people that just like come in and like, hey, we're closed, but we cut up some salami, we cut up some turkey, and you can just grab it. Yeah. So that's what we ended up doing. But um, there are shortages out, out there on everything. I believe it. So tonight is the back to school. Uh, welcome. We'll meet the, the new teachers. I think we start in the church. Ooh. And... Um, then we go in to the, over? to the classrooms. I want to hang in that pocket for a second. What do you make for a kid's lunch nowadays? What's a Pat McGann's move? Well, uh, all my kids have different tastes, Jim. <laughs> One of them likes salami okay. with sub sauce. But it is still sandwiches. Sandwiches. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I got a system. I put the cutting board out. I cut up the three. I lay it all out. I go, turkey. Joe's likes the turkey. Mm -hmm. L likes salami. They all like the sub sauce. And then uh, Luke likes salami and cheese. All right. Oh, boy. That's what they like. And they eat the hell, hell out of it. They just Same don't thing seem every to get day? sick. We'll do um, peanut butter and jelly sometimes. Okay. Not much, though. They don't really like that that much. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, man, that's, I don't mind making the lunches. No. The morning is mine. Get up. Dude, I feel like when I get them out of the house, I'm like, I'm done for the day. <laughs> Can I go lay down? <laughs> just got them out. Did some music, some lunches, some breakfast. That's great. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's the least I can do when I am home, you know, because sure. it's chaos. And what goes with the sandwich? You know, we try and do some fruit. Yeah. Not always, you know, sometimes fruit snacks. There you go. <laughs> sometimes. There you go. 
Sometimes uh, they look like apples. Just you know, eat them. I'm a big fan of these almond butter bars. Oh yeah, throw those. So we do get the uh, the prepackaged stuff too. So that's super easy when yeah. you just like boom, boom, boom. You know, yeah. toss them in there. But we try and uh, put something fresh in there. Cut up an apple, some apple slices, things like that. But uh, every now and then, the kids now they will get a hot lunch over there. At uh, that's a good day at the school. Absolutely. Now that that's coming back, and then we have to give them their water bottle. They have to have. That's such hydrated. a weird thing to me. Stay hydrated. That's great. And I have to write them a letter sometimes. Actually, it's just Elliot. Le- Jose was in third grade last year, and we had to write a letter every week. They write a letter to you. There's a, a notebook. So they write a letter, and then you write a letter back. Oh, boy. And then they read it at school together with the teacher. Just them and the teacher, not out loud. Okay. But it's high pressure, Jim. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got to write this letter. And what do you say to and someone? I know someone else is going to read it. That, like you've been seeing all the time. I know. You know, and yeah. and how often do you do this? Whenever Elliot tells me. Okay, cool. no, it's usually Fridays. <laughs> but I love week. it. It's like, do you have any homework? Well, you have to write me a letter. It's like, oh, I do. Oh, I have homework. Oh, I gotta. <laughs> okay. okay, all right, dear Elliot, I'm done with third grade. <laughs> I finished. That's what I should do. Write the letter. Put a picture of me. I already did this. Show this to your teacher. It's over. That's great. When you get home, I just put chores. <laughs> Dear Elliot, here's what you have to do when you get home. Oh, that's funny. I don't know, man. I mean, what do you what do you do? I I got in trouble for passing notes yeah. in school. Right and now, this is what we're doing. They're encouraging it. I said, uh, Elliot, I didn't write it in a notebook. I wrote it here, and I and I, I folded it up in a little triangle. Yeah, <laughs> and handed it to him. <laughs> said, "Don't get busted. Read this in the bathroom." <laughs> Remember folding the notes up I like do. that? You fold them up like that to play that football game, Just, too. Absolutely. I was thinking about that. I should teach the boys. And, uh, well, Joe's probably like that, too. And then you put the your fingers the goal the posts up. The goal posts. That's the way to do it. That's a good game. That's a great game. Absolutely. Bring that back. That's all you need. That's it. Unplug the PlayStation. All right. That's never going to happen. Kids are against that. I went to a uh, I went to a Sox game over the weekend, and I know we talk a lot of sports. I'm not going to get to the baseball part of it, but I was uh, my boss is moving back to Canada. He's a good friend, so we were uh, took him and his family to a ball game, and I have not taken kids to a ball game, and that is a lot of extra pressure. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Like yeah. kids at a ball game because you've got to like try and keep them into it. So you, you know? invited your boss and his kids, like the whole family. Oh, yeah, wow, it's like nice a little you. thank you, a little going away present because they're oh, you know you could have got him a book. I could have got him a book, but I didn't. I got them ticks, which is my new Shark Tank idea. Is it? T-I-X, ticks. It's a ticket website. What's different about it? Just the name. It's just ticks.com. Um, but that is a lot of, I mean, because now you got to keep kids entertained, right? And for like the first six innings, that's super easy. And they're asking questions and then everything's simple. And then all of a sudden they're like, how much longer? It's like, well, I don't, you got to get, you know, nine more outs and then you can go home. And Did we get nine outs yet? I'm like, oh, no. Six innings, though, that keeps your attention. That's a long time. It's not bad, really. Did you bring yeah. them up to the fundamental zone? We didn't even get to. It was packed. It was like 35,000 people there last night. Or yeah. Uh, yeah, yesterday afternoon. So it was it was just jammed. Like, they wanted to run the bases after, but the lines were so long. And it was just like, we're not going <laughs> to we're not gonna wait in that. This is not about you, kids. Their dad's like, pandemic, we're out of here. We don't, need to, we don't need to be around this many people. You got to get back to Canada. Mm, all right, gotta, it's time to leave the we country. We got to cross a border. We can't mess around with all these people. That's fair. But it's like, uh, you know, and then like uh, it, the Sox were up one nothing through eight and then gave up a tying run in the top of the ninth. And you're just like feeling it in the pit of your stomach. Like, man, we're going to have to stay here long. This could go to extras. Now you got to start making plans for everybody. Like, listen, we don't have to stay if there's extras. You can go, you know. 
and the kids are, but then the awesome walk off in the bottom. And I mean, completely worth it. Fantastic day, but just like a, you know, a real roller coaster. You don't realize that with kids. It's like they're, they're like, this is awesome until they're like, this isn't fun anymore. Oh yeah, right. Oh dude, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but and the kids were awesome. They're really well behaved kids. It was super fun. You just feel that pressure as the one who's like, I swear, baseball doesn't suck all the time. Sometimes they score more than one run in a game. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's tough for kids. I yeah. mean, I can't even remember going, right? It's a long game, but that was an awesome game, and the walk-off was phenomenal. That it was. It's better than watching uh, Cornhole. Wait, what? Bags. You watched that? See, I, I just said, call it Cornhole because that's what I watched. They call uh -huh. it on TV. But I went to Cincinnati this weekend, and that's where this whole thing came from. I posted something about it because I used to always argue with my buddies about Sure. Is it bags or is it? Cornhole. Cornhole. We always say bags. Right. I swear it was invented here on the South Side. We just don't tell people. We've, we keep it to ourselves. We've gotten into some arguments with brag some about it. brims about this. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's bags here. It is bags. So anyway, what we have talked about here before, the um, the the it was on the other night when, after a show in Cincinnati. I came back to the hotel. I'm crashing, flipping around, and it's on. Come I've on. never watched it. It's on TV. Have you ever watched it? No. On ESPN? I'm, I'm looking it Have up right now. Have you seen it on TV? No. You didn't even know it was televised? I, I mean, I assume it. There's always ESPN I've seen it. everything, so right? They all have a yeah, bunch of do. ads on their shirts. I mean, it's like watching. Like, this is the sport that we should be practicing in yeah. our neighborhood. Yeah. If you want to you know, make it, you probably have a better chance than this <laughs> because these mopes <laughs> are just like, they're not athletes. The one Jag had a uh, headphones on the whole time. He's playing in beats. <laughs> He's playing this girl. Dude, he made 24 in a row. This is insane. 24 in a row. That's insane. It's not even fun watching. No. It takes the fun out of the game. They're way too good at it. I think the record they said was 31. Some guy made 31 in a row. How do you make it more interesting? Do you do you make them drink like a real game of bags where they get worse as they go? I think you make them drink, have them talk trash to each other, mic them fun. up. Change the distance they, a little bit. They have no personalities, probably. These donuts out there. <laughs> donuts, just what? hanging out there. Zero. Why are you mad at them for being good at it? We might have some <laughs> listeners who play some professional sea hole, and now you're ruining it for them. I'm just kidding, oh, no. Jim. These donuts. These are jokes. <laughs> These donuts. You're ridiculous. This is kind of tough to watch, though. Like, hey, you don't want to watch people be really good at it. It's like karaoke. You, you know what I mean? You don't want to watch people who are great at it. It's like, okay, I get it. Now what? When you are out there uh -huh. on TV, uh -huh. you've made it. You're in the semifinals. This is the semifinals sure. to the world championship. And I think sure. they're winning like a million bucks. And you have headphones on and you're not talking to anyone or like, like that's your thing. I'm not into it. So you hate it. Kind of like watching too, poker, right? Yeah. Everyone's got you know sunglasses or uh -huh. headphone or I'm in the come on. You hate Take that. the headphones off. You want be in the talk. moment. Yeah. Be in the world. Right? You would love Shouldn't that. you have to be? You would Where's, love that bowler who wore sunglasses. You know who I'm talking about? Which, that Pete Weber dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would love that guy because he just took a sport that should not have trash talking and just added it. Who's it? What's the one clip that always like went viral? The oh, bowling yeah. guy? Like, it's him. But what is do you it say? Him? It's I Pete am. Who, who's the? Yeah. Who do you think you are? I am. That's what he said. <laughs> who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> it's the best. Pull what? that clip up. You guys want to see somebody who does what not know how to beaut. talk trash. What a beaut, though. I mean, this dude's wearing his Oakleys. He's just letting it all out. Like, <laughs> I did it. Time to talk trash. Who do you think you are? I, I think am. I'm you. <laughs> I am me. Oh, okay. That checks out. 
<laughs> Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> All right, buddy. What do you got uh, to plug before I roll over to parent night? Do you want me to ask the teachers anything over there? No, I'm good. Can I ask them if they're listening? I'm going to be at Carmel this weekend for their, uh, I'm hosting their caravan gala here on the south side of Chicago. If there's some, uh, some brims there, feel free to stop by and say hello. Oh, attaboy. Yeah. Nice, and, dude. Uh, uh, shout out to everybody who was in LeClaire, Iowa on Friday night. Had a great show out there. Uh, thanks to everyone who came out to that as well. I think we got some new listeners out of that. What about you? Where are you going to be? Dude, I am just going to encourage people to go get tickets to October 3rd. Yeah. There's a few left. I would love to see that place sold out. I don't have much going on, bud. This is a little hiatus. I love it. Sebastian went down to shoot a movie in Alabama, and I am taking the next two weekends off. I love it, my man. I love it, too. It's going to be great. Got a uh, nice family week planned. And then uh, we're going to the Sox game on Thursday. Can't wait. It's the home stretch. The Bears debuted yesterday. They're not watchable. Not at all. And I'm ready for uh, some playoff baseball here in the city of Chicago. All we can ask for. Awesome. Have fun going back to school. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it, brother. You guys, make sure you download, subscribe, and review. Barbie, thanks for that great review. And I got some nice notes from a couple other listeners that we will get into in episode 98. We're getting there. We can't wait for the live taping. Boom. Jim, I hope you have a great week. Good to see you. You too, man. Bye, everyone.